0: Okay, uh,
1: you want to clap sync? Are you Michael Bay? One, two.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Filmhouse. This episode is brought to you by Lisa Mattress. We got a fun deal with them. You get $125 off by going to lease.com forward slash filmhouse. It is the deepest discount they have ever offered. We'll hear more about them later. But for now, I'm joined by a few wonderful guests. Who I got? I got John Smith today, I got Bruce Green Hello. and Lynn Marquis. Hi. How's it going? Good. Uh, Lynn is a uh, self-professed uh, film buff. He's a self-made millionaire, too. Yeah, yeah. Self-taught
2: mm-hmm. millionaire. Self-taught millionaire.
0: Yeah. He travels uh, city to city telling people about wonderful ways they can better themselves through the beating down of
2: women. I don't explain that
0: title. Uh, well,
2: I mean... If you want to feel good about yourself, it's important that you make sure somebody else feels terrible. <laughs> right. You want and, to absorb their happiness. And you just choose someone who you deem to be weaker than you. Boy, oh boy! Somebody that I deem Lynn,
0: weaker. Don't, and don't than follow I'm him like.
3: down this hole. Okay. Do not follow him down this hole. Well, that's your fault.
0: Uh, today on the show, we got uh, we got a couple news stories. Where we're going to be talking about a quiet place. Hence, why you clicked it because of the thumbnail and the title that led you here to let you know whether we liked or didn't like the film. Fun part about this: only Bruce and I saw the film. And then We have a fun little game. We're gonna play at Ooh, the end. I love
1: games. It's a good game. I'm really excited to see this movie. I have Purposefully avoided all the trailers. Oh. so I will not be looking at you guys or anywhere this whole time That's cuz he's Please autistic. don't spoil it for me
0: <laughs> uh, First up though, let's talk about some film news so Harley Quinn film chooses first female Asian director to do a superhero film is there much to talk about there. <laughs>
1: I pasted the article. You're supposed to read the article. Oh, I didn't have time
0: uh, Margot
3: Margot Robbie's still in it, right?
1: Yep It's Margot is starring Margot Robbie mm-hmm. and uh, there are actually a few things throughout this week uh, It's just the past few days where uh, you know times are a- changing. It's 2018 We got the first Asian female to a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think first uh, or is it Which is more important, first AD or second unit director? Whichever it is. Um, Are you drunk right now? No, no, no. Uh, They just announced it this morning. uh, Episode nine, J.J. Abrams, and then the lady—I can't remember her name. (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect. May we never forget. What what did they do? What did they do? She's like second-in-command on Star Wars
3: uh, Episode 9. Just search episode, Star Wars Episode 9.
1: I, I mean, there's going to be no footage of it. I
3: don't know. Well, what, what mm. I mean is news. If you, if you oh. click on the news thing, you'll find out the name that John forgot. It's a woman's name. Uh-huh. We get mm. it. Yeah. What,
1: what other woman's names do you know? Uh, I know an Elise. Uh-huh. Good. Name ones that don't work here. I know Barbara.
3: She works at Rooster Teeth, but right.
1: yeah. And not here.
0: You mean rooster teeth? So, <laughs> Victoria Mahoney.
1: Yep, that's what it. She's said. the that's second unit said. director. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: <coughs> so she's what filming sand or whatever, like the backup shots. Yes. No,
3: usually second unit directors and first first units. Like they'll what they'll do is they'll go off and direct not only the shitty stuff that the main directors want to direct. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll direct like more than background actors. Sometimes they'll direct scenes occasionally. Okay. Still a first.
0: It's a good thing. <laughs> it doesn't it say second unit? Yes. So she's the first, second unit? Yes. We're almost there, guys and I mean, ladies. I'm almost there. <laughs> there That's, are plenty of female directors. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, Speaking of. Yeah. Well, oh. uh,
1: no, what? Oh, I was going to say uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge has a new <laughs> show out. She's killing it. <laughs> she's a playwright, an we, actress, a we had, director.
0: We had this conversation on the way to the gym at lunch. And John just had a lot of words mm-hmm. that linked together right. and sounded like he wasn't lying, but he could have been lying. What did you say? Phoebe Bridge? McWaller Bridge? Yep. Okay. So Were you driving
2: like, by a bridge when he
3: said it? <laughs> <laughs> he saw a wall
2: and then a bridge. He
0: <laughs> yeah. was like, She made a show called like Fur Friends or something. What was it? Fleabag.
3: Mm. That's close. Is that a show, Bruce? It sounds like no. It's on but it sounds like you comprehended it. <laughs> she talks about pooping.
1: It's women's stuff. Anyways, what's the next news article? <laughs> oh, so Vin Diesel
0: the uh, H Collective acquires rights to Triple X franchise before fourth installment. Has anyone told
3: Lawrence about this? It's no, really, really exciting. I,
1: it. I thought it was very interesting. Triple H, no, not Triple H. Uh, Vin Diesel is so excited about the Triple X uh, yeah. franchise.
3: Cuz of the dollar Let's signs in his eyes. Bill. I mean, I don't know that the next Triple X is going to make a lot of dollar signs. That's yeah, fair. I'm yeah. I'm not sure how Triple X 3 did. So I think it did well. Did it? Did it what fine. are those
1: pants? Those What's are those your, motorcycle pants. Triple X
2: pants. Overseas they got to do good, right? Like they it's all it. big they explosions to, right? and yeah. it's Vin Diesel. They they must. Yeah.
1: Is it a stipulation thing? He's like, I'm going to be a secret agent, but you got to let me off-road sometimes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's the extreme spy. He's Our, the James okay. Bond with an Well, attitude. it cost
1: eighty-five million dollars to make it. It made three hundred forty-six
0: million. I guess Vin Diesel's a drawover in. Uh, in China, yep. China made forty-four million in the U.S. Yeah, no one here cares. They no, get, they don't.
1: That's yeah. a, that's history repeating itself. Same, almost the same numbers of Scott Pilgrim back in two thousand ten. No, it's not. Yeah, eighty-five million dollar budget and it grossed like thirty-seven million. Yeah, but
0: what what did it make in China? Oh, you I don't can look know. right now. Type it in. Uh, Scott Pilgrim was actually a good movie. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim was great. No, yeah. of course. It just was marketed terribly poorly, and, very mm, very poorly. Pill.
3: And
1: I feel like if it came out today, it would be bigger cuz it I would feels agree. like video games have Oof. Even though they were mainstream in 2010, they've become kind of commonplace.
3: Te- it did terribly. And it had a 60 yeah. million dollar budget. It did and it poorly all money. the way around. Oh, well
1: mm-hmm. I don't know how numbers work, okay?
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> numbers are hard. Uh, well that's good news for our old our pal Vin. Yeah. He's been
2: down on his luck
3: lately, he hasn't had any good movie franchises at all. That's not true, he, yeah. he's, a, he's almost a billionaire mm-hmm. because of Fast uh, yeah. and Furious.
0: And it, oh yeah, and yeah, it's yeah that's po- a movie isn't it? Oh yeah. shit! But it's probably all gone to his head, so that's good. His big shiny bald head. <laughs> our final <laughs> news story, Carrie Elwes and Jake Busey joins season three of Stranger Things. Who cares? Me, Jake Busey. I do. Jake you don't Busey. like
1: Jake Busey? That's the only reason why I put is it this in there. A, yeah. Why is this a news
3: story? <laughs> son.
1: <laughs> He's Because I needed a third article to put in. Oh, that's okay. fine. He's and in the- son of Gary Busey. Shoot,
2: I, I read this as Gary Busey was no, in it. Jake Busey. That would have been good. Jake yeah. Busey's in the second season of Day Five.
3: That's right, right. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, so you're I mean, right. That. He will do anything. Yeah, <laughs> okay <laughs> That's just like the next
2: the next step day yeah. five and then stranger things are basically interchangeable. Well, Jake Busey was also in Starship Troopers everybody Oh, what? yeah. Why aren't we he talking about was. Shasta McNasty? He plays the violin.
1: Ooh, look at him. Yeah, I love Free those breast titles. exam.
0: What I'm, is this? I'm sorry. Did you not have UPN in the year of her Lord 2001?
1: Oh, Mary Lynn Rex. I believe and that's well, Chloe from 24. So yeah,
0: if you get a chance uh, You can watch every episode of Shasta McNasty on YouTube um, what? Because
2: there's nobody that cares enough to copyright it. Well, what's, is that, what's the, the prequel
1: that? to Veronica Mars? What the hell is that? Um, I
2: forget what the point of the show was. Probably the I, director said the same thing. Yeah. Around second,
0: <laughs> but it was this was in the time when UPN was just trying anything to get people to watch, and oh, that guy. Who's that guy? <laughs> Remember, John's not very good with names. <laughs> the, the you whole, know that or the numbers. Th- <laughs> the whole thing looks like his name's Webcams Mike. Music <laughs> Anyway, it's uh so yeah, Jake Busey star of Shasta McNasty, and uh, I guess what's, what other than the Princess Bride Starship Trooper Carrie, Carrie Elwes? Oh, Carrie Bing, Elwes. Rains. Oh, oh. Bing Rains! Vern Troyer That's Vern
3: Troyer Bing Rains You can't just shout names at, if you see a bald thing, you can't just say what you think it is Carrie Elwes, what else, he was in He's, he's Saw. Mr. Uh, oh yeah, well, Saw, yeah, yeah He's uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Princess McBride He's also in uh, El Enchanted oh, He's also in Men in Tights just so everybody Oh knows. that's right yeah. Yeah. That movie We're frustrated men. me
0: because there's the trailer where they fire the arrow and the, the tree splits, so that's not in the movie. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about A Quiet
3: Place. Yes, let's talk. Let's yeah. talk about a movie that's current. Are you sure? You
0: don't want to talk about Shasta McNasty? <laughs> yeah, I'm positive. Oh, darn. Okay, anyway, so Quiet Place, the movie came out about, what, two weeks ago? Something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. The plot is about a family who's forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. Uh, it has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, with an 86% of uh, audience score liking it. So, uh, I guess real quick, we can we can talk a little bit. I'm gonna do my darndest to avoid spoilers unless Lynn or John ask for them.
1: I have a question, uh-huh. not a, not a uh, movie spoiler. Ah, shit, I saw part of the screen. Who dies but in a what order? a movie experience spoiler. Uh-huh. Did you guys see this in a quiet theater? Because that's something I've heard a lot, which
3: is that- It is 100% true. You need to see it in a theater Full. Of, I mean, ideally, full of people, because uh, that's the point. The point is that everybody ha- like has to be quiet, or else the the movie's ruined. Yeah. So if one or two people, it actually, like for Adam's Karma, uh-huh. uh, I think it might actually help because in our theater we had a few people that were loud. Like somebody would like perk up or say something or whatever. Like you could hear them whispering, and other people would shut them down right nice. away. Nice. So yeah. So it was actually pretty good because in order to not ruin the film, everybody has to be quiet mm-hmm. um, and it builds a lot of tension in the theater as well. Do you guys
2: have uh, draft houses out here because no. they're super no. big on that. No, no, it's amazing. No, no. Anything, yeah. I
3: feel like the
0: theaters here encourage you
1: to talk.
2: Yeah, it feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah. That.
1: Okay. Oh. So I had a Alamo draft house up in San Francisco that I went to and I loved it and then I came down here and the only thing we really have are AMC dine-ins That's right where the waiters I think are frustrated that they have to like serve during a movie. So they'll stand in front of you when they like bring you food. They'll stand between you and the screen and slowly put your food down and be like, do you want anything else? <laughs> is there anything else I can get you?
3: <laughs> Wait, it's the worst. John, we, John, we, has the, John has the hardest life. We, I, I don't know if everybody knows. <laughs> we bitch
0: about the AMC Dine-In I think once a month. Uh, but my favorite thing is that there's the, they, they have the blinding light. Next mm. to you, so that uh, the the waiter and they they always passively aggressively get mad at me because I cover it because every every seat comes with a napkin uh, with like utensils so I take out the utensils and I cover the light and then the waiter comes up and he comes with the person next to me goes I'm sorry I didn't see it the, I couldn't see the light because this guy covered it with a napkin I'm like well I can't see the movie because
1: it looks like someone's shining a flashlight in my eyeball
0: what, I should it? I
3: should be clear Lynn. Yeah. Uh I have no problem with the AMC dine in <laughs> <laughs> literally not and I've been there a number of times.
1: I've gotten used to it. I know now. Right, well, that's that the thing.
3: Right. I walk it's in with a, the expectation that people yeah. are going to, like, fuck the movie up. So I'm like, I don't care. But Because yeah. yeah.
1: people are just chilling. People will have full-on conversations no, in the will. AMC dine-in. No, uh, yeah. didn't,
0: someone was telling me that, like, someone, like, brought a book. And, like, <laughs> they had headphones. And they were, like, just listening to music. I think they were watching something else okay. on their phone. Do they like, just want
2: to waste, like, $15, I'm assuming? Whatever I'm, the price for ticket is there? R-
0: regardless, I think this is what I'm, the point I'm trying to get to here is, a movie like this is that they were playing with fire because mm. today's moving going culture at least in the United States is so Toxic, that's true. It, it is actively pushing me away from theaters first It was 3d the movie theaters trying so fucking hard to get me to not go <laughs> There I mean movies are coming out what? Three weeks after it's in the theater. Yeah to digital where it's like TVs are getting big enough where it's like It's not as good as a the theater, but I can get close and there's no guy talking and that's mm. nice and the reclining chairs. So either way, quiet place comes out of time where
3: this movie's ruined if anyone talks. It, well, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be any fun to watch at home. Yeah. Unless you are sitting there again in silence, because if there's stuff happening in your house and your phone's going off or whatever else, mm. that's it. Like I feel like the movie has has no tension at all. Otherwise.
0: Yeah. it right. uh, And to Bruce's point, it is a very tense film. Uh, have you gentlemen seen Gravity?
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's I would say it's like it's somewhere. Near that, where the characters are kind of dumb and they're, I feel like they're constantly doing things to put themselves into further danger for some strange reason. Um, whereas Gravity, it felt I think a bit more kind of natural. Like, you know, space is constantly trying to kill Sandra Bullock, so she's just trying to survive. This one, they keep doing dumb things that they probably could have avoided. Uh, but either way, like the tension is constantly just ramping up. Yeah. So, if you just enjoy feeling tense in your life. Uh, I think it's a fun movie to see but could be ruined by just one guy Leaning over and going like I think he's from the office But
3: the nice thing about that everybody else in the movie theater should revolt against that one person Yeah, because yep. if like they if they want the movie experience to be good, which most mm-hmm. people do I think uh, Then they're gonna say shut the fuck up. So they're gonna. They're gonna do that. They're gonna. Um, shut
0: down. Uh, I Will say this without spoiling much of the film there is little to no dialogue in the movie. It's great yeah. There's like some so I don't know how long it goes before someone even like utters a word.
3: I think like, it was like 14 minutes or something. Oh really? Something long like that, yeah.
0: You sure? I forget. Either way, but yeah, people just like they just don't talk because they can't. Yeah. Uh, I read that uh,
1: in terms of like the the way this film, like all the different kind of uh, struggles that came with making such a silent movie without dialogue. The people who had the hardest time was the marketing team because normally yeah, they'll sense. pull a bunch of quotes. Yeah. And cut it up and mash it in this like dense thing where it's like look at all these cool parts of this movie Whereas with this one they they didn't have that uh, That to work with
3: I'll say the marketing team for this movie did a great job because whenever I saw a trailer It really grabbed my attention.
1: Yeah, like it I, freaked it, people out yeah. when, whenever I saw it in yeah. the theaters They really people grabbed my would attention. scream because they didn't realize how quiet it had gotten before it then got loud again yeah, mm-hmm. They did a really good job.
0: It's I, a it's a unique premise for sure It is Um. Did you, I don't think a lot of people saw this movie, but there's um, a similar movie that came out about a year ago called uh, It Comes at Night.
3: I never did, know. We uh, that's A24,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's a similar sort of setup where it's like a post-apocalyptic world with a family trying to survive and like, oh, something's coming. What is it? But it's that movie wasn't good, um, or at least it wasn't for me. Uh, I did not enjoy it. I didn't think it had much of a payoff. This, to me, felt like a more fleshed-out version of that idea where hmm. – there is a actual physical threat that you can see instead of like maybe there's a virus. I don't know. That movie was very unclear, and I wasn't too crazy about it. I
1: think that movie was more just around the paranoia. That was what it focused yeah. on.
0: Yeah, and, and it was uh, similar. Both movies I think were well acted. Uh, yeah. This one I feel like. So Hollywood I feel like cheats because you can just hire good looking people who can just stare, look brooding, and go, "What a great actor! Wow, <laughs> that's amazing."
3: Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think the actors were good. I mean, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are. You know they're historically very good. Yeah,
1: I don't know of anything I've seen them in that I didn't like. Yeah, Devil Wears Prada. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What else has
2: John Krasinski Looper. been in besides
1: Thirteen Hours? The uh, seasons one through nine of The Office. That's, uh, not not what, uh, what other he was a, Evidence He's he also
3: in. Uh, I think it was in Zero Dark Thirty very briefly. How is it? Uh, he, was,
1: he was also in Black Hawk Down.
3: Was he? Everyone yeah. was in Black Hawk He He's yeah. like babyface
1: John Krasinski Hold in Black on.
3: Hawk Down. Always babyface John Krasinski. I didn't, I didn't know that at Hold all. Uh, I will. I will tell you this, though, John. It's not. I don't think it's a 95%. I think, oh, it's, really? I think it's lower. I think it's around the 70s. Um, because the more that I thought about, and I've not even thought about this movie, the more that I talked about it with Autumn as we walked out, both of us were kind of like, what the fuck like why didn't they do this, I but why didn't they do this don't. and why did he this? Yeah. so like eventually? I I poked holes in a lot of the premises that now oh, the Muppets that the movie had so was it was he not in black Lockdown mm. or no he wasn't okay. yes. He was you think of jarhead rust me All right, John he says he was in black Hawk down. black Hawk down I don't think it's I don't think it's as good as everybody says it is I don't think a quiet place is as good as everybody says it is. um I it felt like a, it, it started off really really strong really strong mm. and about halfway through the movie, they start really hammering home a couple of the. I don't. I can't talk about it. But they, it's like, I'm like, I get it. Like the audience gets it. We all get it. Everybody gets it. Well, I know what's happening. And even the characters start doing things that, like, but she should have figured that out by now. Why they, There you go. Yeah, there that's, it is. Black oh, it's Jarhead. Yeah, yeah, that's Jarhead. <laughs> John, have you been right about anything in this podcast? <laughs> Look, I don't. I have Google. I don't need to be right anymore. <laughs> Um, I don't know Adam. What do you think? (sighs) I'm curious to see what you thought.
0: I think the movie betrays itself a few times because I I feel like the the plot device is very interesting. The idea is is is. if you make a single noise These monsters will hear you from like a mile away and come hunt you down Um, So they have to do everything very quietly But the movie gives it these strange passes where they do these moments where they're like bang they bump They didn't hear nothing. uh, They're like the the monsters have attacked for much less in the past. <laughs> that is strange.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, it, it has a very. Well, I
1: have a question. Oh yeah, go for In it. that regard, do they like establish that they are everywhere, or that there could be places where you're kind of no. farther from
3: them? Well, where they are, they've established they're everywhere. Oh, okay. so where where this area is, that's that's they have said that this is that's yeah, it. Yeah,
1: he
0: he. There's a there's a, a like a whiteboard that you can see it right there. Uh, uh what john krasinski's character keeps when he's like you can see he's like how many three five they don't know he's trying to
3: figure out because them.
0: they all look the same they don't know what their weakness is um it's they, they're it's, aliens they it, i mean they could be they could be monsters i do like that part about the film is that it's you don't know you don't know and yeah. that's pretty cool um you don't need to know on that note um i did a little bit of digging as an imdb trivia <laughs> but the move uh the movie was going through as it was going through the green lighting process they were considering to be part of the Cloverfield universe,
3: oh. which
0: makes sense actually it makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah. But then the producers and the director John Krasinski who also directed it, which is kind of cool uh, were like grateful that it wasn't huh. They were like we're happy Cloverfield exists in its own way and we're fans of the film But like we if they had been part of the Cloverfield franchise They thought it would have kind of limited their scope I guess oh, okay. yeah, but right. it, at the very they could have called this a Cloverfield movie and I would have been like oh That yeah. yeah,
3: would have made sense
0: makes sense why not, so it so I guess what I'm trying to say is it feels kind of like a Cloverfield movie, which is
3: I don't know what that even fucking means anymore well, I mean like it's it's kind of i I don't know, I think it's neat that you can just repurpose a film and be like, now it's Cloverfield <laughs> you um, are cloverfield now, but i wow. get why, I get what John Krasinski's saying i yeah. I understand why he didn't want it to be that that mm-hmm. makes sense
0: uh, it was a seventeen million dollar movie that I think looks like a hundred million dollar movie. They did a great job. Here. I think they did really well. It's um I know Michael Bay's production company produced it, so they probably Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a Platinum Dune. So it, it makes sense, like, okay, John Krasinski was in the thirteen hours. I keep forgetting that is that the name of the movie Thirteen yeah. Benghaz- Hours yeah. the
3: Benghazi. Benghazi yeah.
0: movie, yeah. So it's like he's buddy buddy with Bay. Bay probably helped produce this thing and uh it, like I think it's it's fine. It but once again like I think the movie suffers from they need, to keep, they need to keep upping the ante of how can we,
3: mm-hmm.
0: how can we keep stressing out the audience. Yeah. And so, if you, I guess if you took away the stress or you took away the, the, the perils that the audience is putting himself into, you wouldn't have as interesting of a film. Like it might be a lot slower and you'd probably have more of an art film. So I get it, they have to sort of do this balance where like, like oops, we knocked this thing over. It's like, why do you even have that thing there? Why? The whole time they're like, they're building a quiet room. Why don't you go to the quiet room more often? Because well, like, it
2: would just be in a family sitting quietly exactly. in a room for the first, yeah. I get it. Out, yeah.
0: Not a fun film to watch. So I totally get that. But then uh, there's just kind of strange rules too where like you think they could probably come up with a solution. So there's a part where they're like near some water, like they're near a river and they're like, they can't hear us here. The river's lousy
3: move to the river. Fuck's yeah, sake. So, like, that was exactly what Autumn said. <laughs> Come she, on. Autumn said the same thing. She was yeah. like, why don't they just live next to the waterfall right. where they can't hear anything?
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, that's been a dream of mine. <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry, spoiler alert, by the way. Sorry. They I, don't live near the
3: waterfall. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, the,
0: well, the I, so there, like I said, there, there's a weird balance of like, I did like the feeling of you never know when one of these things is gonna attack. Uh, I like that something that we do on a basic day-to-day level could be your death I like those ideas I like the idea that the family it shows it's implied that they only survive because they have a deaf daughter uh who can uh, speak so in sign, they language. Already knew
1: sign language yeah
0: so that's like sort of their leg up but then you would think like I think it, they're out in this world for like a year and you're like yeah they are yeah it's like really you you couldn't have built like a, a small shack or just a a series of tents near the the river I don't know so <laughs>
3: If you if you forego any sort of logic, yeah. and, uh, I mean, like, yeah you, yeah, you really have to start throwing things out to he be put like a lot oh, of money okay, in right. that house He
2: didn't want to
1: just leave the house. He
3: put I a lot just of money put a deck house. in sweetheart. We're not going by the river <laughs> I mean,
0: I guess yeah, I, I could see that if that was his character, but they uh, I guess if you're the director of your own film you want to make yourself to be the best character you possibly can be so he's like a Number one dad. Yeah, Um Oh, like to the to the bitter end. He is he's like I'm the best fucking dad in this movie watch out world well, you,
1: also like what would they do like Swiss Family Robinson and like build like Shacks out of like sticks and twine and not hammer anything. I mean, what like? would you rather do? Mm-hmm. Would
3: you rather die or live near a waterfall? I mean like and that's sort of the the bottom line is like there's a possibility you will die if you live yeah. in this house or you go to a waterfall and you probably don't have to worry about it. So, well, like, that's, that's sort of the... That's a, ma- that's a major point, though, Adam. I think there are other little spots where... Like, I can't, again, I can't spoil this, but there are a couple of times where, like, John Krasinski, especially, does something dumb. And I was like, why did he... What? Why did he do that? And yeah. the deaf daughter does something stupid a number of times.
0: They're constantly doing dumb things.
3: Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's like... Uh, and it even in the movie, you learned that the thing works. There's a thing that works. And in the movie, you learn it. And then they, they teach it to you twice, mm-hmm. and then the, somebody doesn't follow it again. Yeah,
0: like, except it's a weird thing where a character learns it, but it was like, but the character did, I don't know. Yeah, again, you know, I don't want to spoil it. You can't it. talk about um, it. <laughs>
1: I have a question. Yeah. And this is something I've been thinking really hard
2: about. I'm excited. I know, so am I.
1: Do they eat beans?
3: Oh, they because eat for fish. Because humans for farting.
1: They eat fish mostly. Mostly fish. But, uh,
3: the human body farts regardless of what yeah. they eat.
1: No, I mean think about when you've had indigestion. Yeah. And you've had a bad moment on the toilet. Hmm. Think about that killing you.
2: Yeah. I, I constantly think about that, especially <laughs> after that Panda Express we had for lunch. Yeah. That, yeah.
0: There's there are plenty of things I guess you think about in this movie that the film doesn't really address. Where I mean you. You eat one bad thing and you have a loud
3: shit. Yeah, that like you're dead. Yeah. That, what, I mean, what is
2: the decibel level for it? Like how loud, like a?
3: I don't know. It's almost like anything.
2: Anything. Yeah. It's like whatever is convenient. Any, to the any, movie?
3: any normal conversation. You, you can't even whisper. Okay. Like there's no whispering involved. So
2: like all the birds dead.
3: Uh, there's a like, raccoon
0: that gets uh, stepped on at some point. I they, think they yeah. do show
3: an animal or two get killed, but yeah. But also, yeah, there, there are some birds that fly away that that are fine. They don't tweet but though. Or as say far animals. as we know, the monsters don't fly. Gotcha. So these run really fast. They just run really okay. fast. Yeah. Uh,
0: I will say,
3: I was surprised at
0: how much of the monster yeah. they showed are the
3: monsters. They did. They showed a lot of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was gonna be a movie where it's like they move so fast you don't see anything, but like, they actually did like close-ups on these like. Mm-hmm. Monster things which mm. you can kind of see them in the trailer it's like in the there.
3: opposite of jaws. I knew you wouldn't like that. Um, yeah It's that the, kind of bummed me out that they they went they showed so much it, it will so it bummed me out only because again They like Adam said betrayed their premise. We're like I don't mind bad CG. It doesn't bother me I, I understand that thing you know you have to do what you have to do if you're making a movie whatever But since they betrayed the premise of the film which they could have avoided uh, Then I started to start started to see all the other flaws like, oh, yeah. like, uh, of, and that's, that was the, that was my major problem with this, mm. this movie is that halfway through the movie, it starts to break down. And I'm like, oh Damn. man, I was liking what I was watching. You know, sure. like they, they uh-huh. were doing a good job.
0: Right. I mean, there, there are little things I, I guess they could have done that would have probably made it a little bit easier. If they're like, one of the kids, yeah. like, why don't we live by the river? And he said, like, it's not safe there. Could
3: be a throwaway. Yeah. yeah
0: or just, just something like that. Or like, some sort
3: of explanation. Well, the, the yeah. dad
0: is like constantly on the radio, like, just doing like SOS or something, trying to like, someone who could have been like we need to be here they like help is coming or just something instead of like it looks like they're just trying to have normalcy which mm. also involves them having a child for some goddamn reason
3: that uh, the pregnancy thing is just that the one thing for me so i explained that away in my own head with they're trying to repopulate because there's been a yeah. semi apocalypse
1: get some baby hunters so a bunch of inbred babies <laughs> a little baby
3: running around with a spear no, that's earth. no just just trying to repopulate the earth oh yeah. Do
2: they build like a like a sound room or something for her to have the kid in? They do. Nice. There's there's styrofoam like, and it, it is.
0: Like, I think there were some smart people who sat in a writer's room and they came up with some ideas that like, oh, what if like they said like all these The, the Walking Dead already did. Yeah. That. yeah. Oh, with the the baby. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. I, I guess, yeah. It's like how do you have a a baby that is notorious for screaming? You know when it comes out of the womb. Uh, <laughs> what do you? How do there's you? No
3: H in that word. But...
0: I know. I, <laughs> Put it in there In this universe So like how do you How do you have a child In this world Like I feel like Any smart people Like John Krasinski Probably would have went To town with a baseball bat And ended that thing early so It'd be like I have to save the family Or maybe there was like I was saying like They can go totally dark With this movie Where it could have been like she has she got gives birth out in a field and the monster just takes the baby and walks away, you are like, oh fuck, they have a deal with them. Oh. They do this all the time. Oh, oh. shit.
3: Oh. They they wanted this movie to be a pretty cut and dry, like mm. good versus evil. Oh yeah. Which yeah. again, I'm a big fan of. I like that kind of stuff. except
0: so. yeah, but it makes no sense it, in the end. No, it doesn't. They yeah. they work really hard to make it a happy ending, and it once again, try not to spoil it here. It looks like a bad ending. And I, sw- the characters like look at the camera like we got it. Wink. You're like <laughs> no, it. you don't have, it.
1: no.
3: Like they said they had it.
1: <laughs> I
0: believe Not, them.
3: Uh,
1: uh. <laughs> I have a statement and a question. Yes. Statement is talking on the subject of the Dark Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually an episode of Mash, which is known for being like a lighthearted show. That then it's like someone got shot. We got to do surgery, and it gets serious. There's an episode of Mash where like they're hiding, uh, f- f- and they have to be quiet. And there's a kid who starts making noise, and the mom strangles the and kills the kid so that the this is, so Mash. That the- this is on Mash. Holy so shit! That the- so that the town can survive because basically the whole town oh, is sure. hiding in this one room, and this kid starts freaking out, and the mom does it. Yeah. Uh, I heard it on a thing where they were talking about like a like would you sacrifice your kid. It was like a philosophical whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, s- question: <laughs> Have do you guys? Can you guys think of any movie where it started out where you cannot see the danger, and it's all about the dangers your imagination?
3: Play play like, which? Hold on, <laughs>
1: and then they revealed it, oh. and it was still good and scary. Because like, like I think, like think like of a- like signs uh, and. Uh, like four other movies I had in my head before I started talking uh-huh. that I can't remember now uh, that like Science? it was so scary up until you actually see the thing in its full presence yeah. and you're like oh
3: okay Are you just, well there, okay so there's he's saying like you were let down well
1: because that's that's a common oh, horror John, thing gonna, is that they
3: don't show the danger you're gonna be, you're gonna it's, be it's, let down about this movie I yeah mean, if that's the way you're thinking about it because I wasn't like signs I wasn't let down by I was I was fine with it. Again, I can look past bad CG, and I was like, "Oh, that's scary!" Like, well, it's didn't didn't bother me.
1: I'm not even talking about CG. I'm like, this goes before CG.
3: That like Like a a lot of horror movies would be,
1: like even uh, like Halloween was POV from the Mm. killer's perspective for a long time, and you Mm. never actually saw him. Um, and that that's just like a common horror uh technique is to not show the actual thing so that it's all happening off screen and it's your imagination that gets you scared and then I, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie where like they reveal the thing and you're like oh my god I, I'm still scared of that man and that mask <laughs>
3: Like uh, I don't can know. Can you uh, give anything, Lynn? Uh, I I still have no idea the hell he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just means like they showed you after a while what it was. Are, are you asking are you you the
1: ones that I I was disappointed, or ones that were like ones were where der- it actually worked and it, and it kept going and it kept the tension up after showing the thing that was Jurassic scary. Park.
3: There you go. That's yeah, that's one of the only ones yeah, because John was getting at the fact that 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 very rarely happens if ever
0: no no for sure I I feel like once you reveal the monster, and I feel like it's been worse with current films Where it's CGI because the actors are on set, and there's nothing there Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to interact with and once they interact with it the plot armor is applied and now the characters, the, the monsters moving slower, or like oh, yeah, the yeah. ways it was. It, it's like a like so like a, I always attribute this like video games. You watch a cutscene in like Metal Gear Solid, right? And there's Psycho Mantis, and he's blowing people's heads up left and right. And then you fight him as a boss, and he's just kind of floating there, <laughs> waiting for you because now it has become a video game. It's no longer a cutscene, right? And the ultra powerful guy that you are afraid to fight, correct, has to go through rigorous testing to work. And that's what happens like in movies. Typically, we're like, well. If the bad guy could just kill you by thinking about it or whatever, then
3: we wouldn't have much of a movie. Hmm, Jurassic Park's a good example, Adam. Yeah. That's, but a, that's like one of the only ones where they adhered to the laws they had set forth before when, Before you'd seen you know, a T-Rex or mm. uh, any other dinosaur like that.
0: It's pretty simple. This one, I once again, hats off to anyone trying to work on something original-ish. Yeah. And yeah. they're trying to establish a world with rules and then... Maybe not try to explain everything and trying to figure out like oh they hunt by sound. What an interesting idea They're blind and like building tension around that so I'll give credit where credit is due obviously, but When the movie betrays its own rules, I feel like there's a there's a inherent problem
3: I think it's worth I think it's worth seeing in the theater like it's gonna, it's, a, it's an experience that you probably won't forget. Yeah, um, because it's very very rare that you see these films well, It sounds yeah. like the the tension in the room would be what also helps
2: the movie totally is, does. That's a nice Thanks. feature for the film. Totally. Ooh uh dog soldiers dog soldiers same guy made the, the descent yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've heard that, it's good it's I it's it no it's <laughs> in the
1: airbud universe
2: yeah <laughs> they all play basketball
1: oh man airbud
0: goes to iraq <laughs> yeah and then the the sequel airbud ptsd
1: This is good <laughs> airbud drone program that's great um oh, well, real quick okay. uh, dog
0: soldiers we'll we'll come back to this uh i do want to eventually talk about dog soldiers but uh, i have a fun little thing we're going to play a little bit here uh real quick though take a Quick break to let you know that this episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by Lisa mattress. They're an innovative direct-to-consumer online mattress brand That's also socially conscious uh, So spring into a better sleep Spring because it's spring get it because yes. it is spring. Oh, uh, okay. uh,
1: actually I didn't but I get it now no,
0: I spring motherfucker. Hundred and twenty five dollars <laughs> off at uh, Lisa.com forward slash film oh. wow. Like I said is their deepest discount deepest spring Puns deep mattress you get this is a Not deep meaning a pun, but okay. It's I mean kind of I mean deep like the deep cushion It's because it's comfortable like you you sink into it So anyway, they like you know that one mattress is donated
2: yeah.
0: For every ten sold and one tree is planted for every order received. So oh. Lynn, you know those trees. you you've hit with your car Yeah, they've been replaced by mattresses <laughs> glad
2: somebody's picking up my uh, carbon footprint <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why this company was uh, invented. So uh, actually, 23,000 mattresses have been donated thus far, and they have 11,000 five-star reviews. So that many people, I don't think can possibly be wrong, uh, and I go with the crowds on those. I'm actually a sucker for all those like Amazon reviews. If it, if anything other than, uh, lower than four and a half stars, it's trash, <laughs> garbage. Just throw it away. Why even sell it? Uh, so, Lisa mattresses uh, are loved by over three hundred thousand happy sleepers and counting. One of them is our own Bones. Oh. He needed a bed. He made his child in that bed. <laughs> That's cool. I don't want to think about that. I do. Constantly. I'm, all I could ever see in quiet place all I can think about is repopulating the earth and what kind of bed I would do it in. Because that's to make the least amount of sound. My bed makes lots of noise. I should probably get a better mattress. Uh, so, yeah. Socially conscious with a mission to end uh, bedlessness. I like that word. In America. Lisa Mattresses was designed to provide support and pressure relief to every body type and sleeping for a deeper night's sleep. Just go to lisa.com forward slash film Get $125 off. Please check them out. And thank you, Lisa, for sponsoring this podcast so we can talk about amazing Academy Award-winning films like A Quiet Place. I assume it's going to win Best Picture. I don't want that one. I'm just throwing it out
3: there. I'm not sure, that, I'm not sure that's going to do
0: that. Okay. Uh, so we, oh, I can, th- I can throw out a little quick tidbits I wrote down for the movie. Uh, we're going know about the Cloverfield thing. Uh, did you know Dr- John Krasinski and Emily Blunt have been known <laughs> to be married in real life? None uh, to be married. Anyway. Yes, they are married. In real didn't
1: long. didn't you write like John Kramskinsky or oh, something? <laughs> John
0: Kramskansky. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, uh, the original script only had one line of dialogue. Oh uh, wow! John Krasinski played the monster in a motion capture suit for a few of the scenes. Really, nice. that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah,
1: when it looked at the Cameron, that was, and it winked.
0: <laughs> that was that was it interesting tidbits about the movie. That's cool. Well, That's, more
1: will come out when uh, John Krasinski does the audio commentary. That'd be great. John Krasinski. Yeah.
0: Um, so I have a fun little game I want to play with this, but before we get to that, uh, John put in a little bit here. I guess we have a new segment called What We're Watching. Mm. Each week, every guest will recommend something they have viewed on a streaming service that viewers can readily access online. Hmm. Share the wealth, y'all. Lynn, hit it. Yeah, I'm going to need a second. Okay. okay. So uh, this, is, this is John's idea. I think he should go first. All right, John, yeah. hit it.
1: What are you watching? I already talked about it. What? Lady Bird or whatever? Killing Eve
3: Uh, When did you talk about that? You You talked about it in the car ride. Not on the podcast. That was not recorded. I started
1: talking about it Phoebe (laughs) (laughs) Waller-Bridge Actress, writer, playwright, director Star. She's she's a regular name.
0: Yeah, Yeah. regular Uh, John Krasinski she is She
1: (laughs) Wrote, not directed or starred in. She normally stars in her stuff Um, She wrote the first two episodes of Killing Eve which are currently streaming on BBC America or if you live in the UK on straight up BBC <sighs> BBC one BBC two I don't know um, but it's a great show it's basically it's it's almost kind of like Hannibal where there's this uh, you know very intelligent killer and in a like gung-ho uh, detective, and they both know each other exists, but they're trying to find each other. Um, it's that kind of premise, uh, but it's with Ellen Powell and a very uh, lively uh, lady opposite her.
0: You uh, don't know women's names.
1: I don't know her name. She's new. I looked her up. I, look, I went on her IMDb. She's been in, like, two things before
0: this.
3: Okay.
1: So she's a new lady. You think our audience
3: uh, is following what <laughs> Ellen new Powell's lady.
1: doing? You think we got a
0: lot of yeah, Ellen?
3: Uh, no. I still can oh. barely visualize who that is.
1: But well, it's, I
0: mean... Grey's Anatomy?
3: Oh, there we go. It's all... Isn't <laughs> it Ellen Pompeo, but...
1: It's all strong women, so I liked it. Okay. It was very, very uh, encapsulated last night. You're a regular Joss Whedon. Yep. That's great. Yep. You that's emp- exactly who I am. You
0: empower women so you can take advantage of them. <laughs>
1: I like that about you.
0: That's very smart. Um, I, I've been watching just kind of the basics, Legion. Silicon Valley. That Mm -hmm. stuff. I heard Barry's gets better or is good. I don't know. I still gotta watch that. But uh, I'm gonna throw out this one because I don't think anyone's watching it. Patriot on Amazon. Oh yeah, Omar's been talking about that for weeks. Omar,
1: I think, wants other people to watch it so that he can talk about it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's how much he likes it.
0: Uh, I'm only one episode in, but it is a. uh, It's a weird. I guess the best way I can clash it is uh, Tom Clancy meets Coen Brothers. Mario. Okay. Dark comedy with uh, some social, political bits about it. It's it's very dark. It's very funny. Uh, it moves. And uh, it's got it's a lot of no-name actors or p- actors I haven't seen in anything before that are doing a good job. So I think that one actually needs a little bit of love because hopefully that one gets a second season. So oh, yeah. uh, if you have Amazon Prime, check it out. It's, it's available right there. Uh, most Amazon streaming apps. Fucking blow! So good <laughs> yeah. luck finding it.
3: They really do blow.
0: They're they're the worst. If you're a multi-trillion-dollar company yeah, like that. Amazon, d- do something, yeah, man. The worst. Something that doesn't look like it's made with freaking Android
3: Gingerbread. It's just garbage. I could go yeah. off about a bunch of other garbage that I watch. You watch a lot of garbage. Like Suits and stuff Wait, like that. Wait, you watching Krypton? Um, no. Oh, okay. I refuse to watch another Superman show. Um, but I'm gonna say because uh, I just went back and watched it, and obviously it's coming out soon. I think. By the time this podcast goes up, it may have the new episode of season two, Westworld. Uh, you Wait, re- whoa. Rewatch Westworld.
1: Oh, rewatch.
3: Because uh, the first season is genius. It is a literal genius. It's some of the best screenwriting I think I've ever seen okay. of anything ever. Movies, television, doesn't matter. Um, it right. is it is amazing. Yeah, Wait, I think Did you starts, say uh-huh.
1: season two is coming out? Yeah. This month, yeah.
3: Yeah. <gasps> yep. Season two coming
0: on Westworld. Um, and I don't know who this goes for, but at least let me in on this one. Um, I just got HBO recently because Hulu had an add-on, add-on oh, package yeah. things, so it was like five bucks a month for six months.
3: So if you have Hulu already, you subscribe yeah. to uh, HBO and it's just an extra five dollars a month.
0: I, uh, mm. I did it for Silicon Valley, but it was because of Westworld that I renewed my uh, account. Because I, I was basically canceling it every time Westworld's Game amazing. of Thrones went off mm. air. But um, I was like, yeah, I really enjoyed Westworld season one. So. It's about
3: robots and humans. Or crazy. what it means
0: to be human. There's a
3: lot of nudity. Existentialism. <laughs> am I right? A lot of nudity.
0: It's uh, great, right, Brian. It feels very Chris yeah. Nolan.
3: You mean Lynn Because it's
0: John Nolan. It works. What are you watching, Lynn? What's your first?
2: Name? <laughs> <laughs> you only know me from tweeting at you. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I actually was watching Dragon Ball Super. Oh, I'm really? gonna go out there on a, uh, a limb. That's and not a limb
0: uh, for our audience. I bet yeah. they're already watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new segment called Going Out
1: on a Lynn.
2: Ah. <laughs> nice.
1: Roll the title card.
2: <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's still the same exact formula that they always do, mm-hmm. but it's like this weird kind of like, uh, you know, comfortable thing that I've been watching since I was like a little kid mm-hmm. and I just recently started getting back into. And it's still like one of those things that just, you know, it's a, a good thing just to have kind of like playing on and stuff, you know, exactly where it's gonna go and how it's gonna end, but you still are along for like a fun ride. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be hung up on like little mistakes or errors that they do and stuff throughout mm-hmm. it, because it's just something you can just kind of enjoy. I, yeah. I have
0: not checked out the Super Series at all. Does it, does it, it still move at like a snail's pace? Or does it's, it- does It's they... faster,
2: it's, okay. but it's still the same kind of stuff like the uh, Goku Black like uh, saga and stuff like that's mm-hmm. still fun the overall arc is still great but they still go like back and forth on things that so they don't need to and stuff like that yep. uh, if you want like a good cliff notes to catch up on I'm hoping that uh the Dragon Ball Z bridge guys will finally catch up not not to hassle them I'm sure they get enough of that but mm-hmm. but uh, wow. uh, yeah. if if you want to watch some of the old episodes like the Cell saga and stuff just to kind of get back into the mood of it I'd recommend maybe trying that out just because it's fun and it still has like the uh the same animation and stuff, yeah. in general storyline, but it's hilarious and James, the writing's great.
0: James is rewatching Kai.
2: Oh, that's yeah. That's, He's actually
0: watching the episodes from yeah. like 20 years ago or whatever. Yeah, He's a Madman.
2: You know if he, actually, uh, you know if he I, watches the abridged the so episodes. We we did a little bit. Yeah. You know
0: that video we shot yesterday, the the announcement RTX video thing we did. Um, because James does a bit where he has like a Frieza helmet on. Yeah. I put in the Dragon Ball Z song, but from the American intro, and I just took the and it. That only that song only exists like in the intro of the song. I, I couldn't find it just like alone. So there's like all like all the fighting noises and stuff. And I rewatched. I like, God damn, that was a good intro. They made it look like a much faster show than it actually is. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, the the yeah. super
2: intro and stuff and the uh, the tournament school. It's, cool. it's just, fun.
0: Just play fighters. Is, you playing that at
2: all? Charter no, I, I was I was going to. You should. Yeah, right here.
0: Before you fly out today,
1: we'll play a, a quick game. Awesome. It'll be fun.
2: Okay, cool. Uh,
0: we're getting close to the end here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for sharing. John, what a great segment.
1: Hey, the fans are going to like it. I like they, it. They're always looking for stuff to watch. That's,
0: I like that idea because then we can start throwing out some more, like, smaller shows you may have never heard of, things you can get into. That's how, uh, like Westworld. Well, like, that's how Bruce got me into Mr. Robot. He's like. Hey, the show sounds stupid, but you should watch it. It's, Still got it's a it. good show. show. Yeah, i heard like, oh. that from a lot of people. And the most recent season's
3: awesome. That season's yeah. amazing. Awesome, Dear God,
0: if, it, if you watch Mr. Robot for any reason, it should be to watch that last season. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna have a fun little game. I already uh, gave Brian, uh, Brian, sorry, Lynn. <laughs> my bad. Uh, uh it's Mr. Marquis. I know Mr. Marquis. Thank you. My <laughs> bad. I didn't want to call you by your first name, uh, your real name. Uh, so I kind of gave you a heads up on what this little game's gonna be. I want to take someone who has seen. A quiet place and one person who hasn't, so Bruce and Lynn. Copy. You are both media producers. You are walking into Mr. Bay's office Mm. and you are pitching a quiet place to be made into a feature film. You want to secure all $17 million to make this bad boy. Uh, John over here uh, will be playing Michael Bay today.
1: Got it. Oh, I'm Michael Bay? I thought you were Michael Bay.
0: Fuck no, I'm not Michael Bay. I'm a shitty improper. All right. You can do Michael Bay. Alright. So. You uh, you gentlemen are waiting right outside the door.
2: Knock knock. Oh.
3: Take it away. Do
2: <laughs> oh, you
1: want to
2: start your time? I'll go ahead. Okay. Enter <laughs> Howdy, Mr. Bay. How you doing? Hey, I don't got time for this. Just tell me what you want to hear. You got it. Yeah. All right. So, so <laughs> it doesn't make any sense what you just said, but we'll get to it. <laughs> Why is Jack Nicholson? Dressed like Michael Bay, I don't understand. Uh, all right, so we've got a great pitch for you, great idea. All right, all right, all right. It's an adaptation of a book. I like it. All right, have you ever read Anne Frank? Yes. Uh,
3: Anne no, wait, no no, 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 Lin. that's the wrong movie. That's the wrong movie. Oh, shoot, We're shoot, We're pitching shoot. a movie called A Quiet Place. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, and oh. what this movie is, I don't know. Hold if on, hold you've, on hold If on. you've seen my movies, you know I don't really like quiet <laughs> stuff. All right, so when' did you turn to tell you, Mr. Bay? Uh, uh, anyways, so what it is is basically a movie where, the creatures hunt sound. What kind of creatures? Uh, they're, they could be aliens, they could be monsters. Well, they be robots from <laughs> space? <laughs> no, Mr. Bang, we know you're working on Transformer 6. Ah! This, this is another movie entirely. <laughs> Play, take I, it away, Len. All right, keep it keep going. So, you so know, all these
1: quiet robots, So You know, do do? You know no how robots.
3: all of your
2: movies have become a parody of themselves? And what? they're all just, uh, you know, Excuse big explosions and, and layers no, and I'm layers kidding, of shots.
1: I'm in on it. Yes, Did I you have, actually
2: do coke off that, mic? <laughs> <laughs> let's go the complete opposite on that. Okay. Let's go way, way other side. Yep. And let's do a nice, suspenseful, uh, engaging... Silent.
1: So you're saying quiet. All, those, all those things you said, my movies aren't. That's no, no, we love your movies. We love you.
3: there are movies for each audience. But think of it this way: think of it. Imagine walking into a theater, sitting down, okay, and watching a movie where nobody says a word for 15 minutes, oh, and there's God. so much tension in the room, where ever nobody wants to say anything because they don't know what's going to happen.
0: You guys, have you seen Ratatouille? <laughs> Uh, real quick, secretary calls in. Mr. Bay, you have another appointment in one minute. You need to wrap this up.
1: Okay, I gotta wrap this up. Did we get it? I'm gonna say greenlight it because I feel like that chef in Ratatouille. You guys are taking me. Back. I haven't been in a public movie theater for thirty years. All right, well, thank I you, Mr. Bay. We'll take our money. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> End scene. Oh my god! Wow, that that went uh, better and oh, worse than I thought about. About. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it would. was, it
2: was good. Great job. Uh, you
1: guys sold the movie. We did it. Way to go! Oh, I
0: mean, it, I
2: just wanted to insult Michael Bay to his face. It's, uh,
0: like he fucking Yeah, he's like he, as he's snorting coke out of a hooker's asshole. He looks up <laughs> and goes, who said that I need to make more Transformers movies, and that's okay. That's fine. So uh, thank you everyone for watching listening however you choose to consume this content uh, Thank you, John. Thank you, Bruce.
2: Uh-huh. Thank you Lynn for
0: flying all the way out here to share your opinions I look forward to your future stylings at all your self-help seminars. Uh, where can we find more of your stuff?
2: Uh, so I'm gonna be in the uh, subway Parking lot uh, across the way, uh, probably from about 2 a.m. to 8:30. Uh, all right, so, all
1: right. Yeah. Subway sandwiches.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't all have to right. be oh, Michael Bay yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever. We're still Italian base, <laughs> Italiano <laughs> Bay. Uh,
0: and thank you, Lisa Mattress, for sponsoring this episode. If you enjoyed this stuff, tell a friend. Keep it going. It's always a, it's always a fun ride. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this, guys. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep it quiet.